whistleblower report exposing lies, deceptions, and all that has assaulted our way of life. We must take back our freedom and live as God designed in a free America that honors our Constitution and our Creator. Our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report. This is Dr. Lee for America with the International Report on the vaccine and COVID front and other breaking news from the U.S. and around the world. Our Co-hosts are Dr. Mike Eden, Dr. Jonathan Gilthorpe, and Andrea Kletteritz, journalists from Croatia. As many of you have learned to appreciate, this international team is bringing you many insights that most Americans don't hear. And as a physician in the United States, I can comment on what I'm seeing here that helps those of you around the world with your truth against the lies and deception. Today, we're, we're talking about several breaking news items, the CDC's new announcement related to this um, fear-mongering on the new variant for COVID and ginning up the fear about this new variant. They have labeled it Eris, which is the Greek word for chaos, but if you read the name backwards, it's 5G-E, which to us who have been following the role of 5G EMF radiation, aggravating and intensifying the symptoms of COVID illness and the COVID vaccine injury, we are looking at it as the code from the global elites about what the plans really are. And that is to claim a new variant of an innocuous coronavirus. And remember everyone, viruses mutate in the direction of being easier to spread and less lethal. That means less deadly. It's like the common cold or like influenza. The viruses change all the time. And they are scaring you with all this scientific gobbledygook. Don't give in to the fear. But what really we, our experts from overseas as well as across America in the military and civilian experts, what we see happening is that the intensification of the 5G radiation that can be controlled is one of the ways that they can intensify symptoms and create more fear and alarm and drive people into lockdowns, masking, and forced vaccination. So our message as we talk further today, don't give in to the fear and don't be boxed into more lockdowns and masking 
and forced vaccination with experimental vaccines. We also want to talk about the new announcements about more masking requirements, more lockdowns coming, and we are going to go over some of the admissions that have been made by Stanley Plotkin in the depositions conducted by Aaron Siri from ICANN, the Informed Consent Network, in legal depositions that have been going on in recent weeks. And Stanley Plotkin is known as the father of vaccines in the United States and around the world. And some of his admissions in these legal depositions are just staggering. And the, the other aspect of his admissions, if you watch his videos, is how totally nonchalant, calloused, and indifferent this person, I hesitate to call him a person, he's like an automaton or a robot, in the way that he talks about the damage that has been caused by all of these admissions he's made about vaccine ingredients that include all sorts of components that should never be injected into human beings, like chopped up pituitary glands from aborted babies and egg proteins and other ingredients. It, it goes on and on. So we'll talk more about that in the program today. But first, I'd like to come back to what our international team wants to have to, wants to talk about with regard to the U.S. CDC announcement on August 23rd that this new BA.2.86 COVID-19 lineage may cause, this is a quote from the CDC, quote, may cause infection in people who receive vaccines or previously had the virus, end quote. My reaction to that as a physician is, well, of course, you idiots. This has always been true. People who've gotten flu vaccines over the years have always been able to still get the flu. And the statistics worldwide show that the people who got the COVID shots are the ones who get repeated illnesses with COVID after they got the COVID shot. The unvaccinated people with natural immunity that includes not only antibodies to spike and nucleocapsid, but the ones who have cellular immunity from having had the natural infection are the ones who are not getting sick anymore. This is so absurd as to be absolutely ludicrous in the way this press release has been written. And I know Dr. Yeadon and, and Dr. Gilthorpe, as, with their background as scientists in this field, are jumping at the bit to jump in and have a comment on this CDC press release. So, okay, um, team, take it away. Dr. Oh, Eaton, thank, thank, <laughs> let's oh. and Dr. Gilthorpe, yeah. let's start with that? you guys. I'd, ahead, I'd just like to raise something now, which is very important for people to understand. So if you may have been under the uh, assumption that the first round of COVID-19 vaccines were anywhere uh, effective, uh, I just want to point you to some data that came out of Queensland, Australia in, in uh, 2022. So Queensland 
lockdown when COVID arrived, and they had a very, very aggressive um, system of keeping borders closed, so no, even within Australia itself, so no one could come in from New South Wales. And they managed to keep the COVID cases down until January 2022. So one year into the pandemic, uh, ladies and gents, they had almost zero COVID cases until they'd vaccinated 80% of the population over 16 years. Then they opened the border saying that now we've got it under control. We're not going to get COVID. And what happened? COVID cases went vertical through the roof up to about 15 to 20,000. And also COVID-associated deaths started happening. So people were dying in hospital, and many of those people were double vaccinated. So that's the perfect control experiment already done in 2022. The whole world knows that COVID-19 vaccines are useless, and I, you know, taking more of them is only going to cause you harm. I'll leave it over Well, uh, Jonathan, Dr. Gilthorpe, that was a really important um, data to bring out. But I will add to that, speaking as a physician who is seeing the devastation in people's health after these COVID shots, the more shots, the original injections, as well as the boosters that people are getting, the worse their health. And the deaths are skyrocketing. So not only are they not effective at preventing COVID, but they are deadly and dangerous. In fact, Dr. Eden, you have referred to these shots as toxic by design. Let's yeah. come back to your point on that. Yeah, certainly. I, I, I'm not alone. Uh, Professor Secret Bakti in Germany and others have said that if you induce a human body to express a non-cell protein, a foreign protein, your body will recognize that as, as an, invader, an invader or a cancer, and it will unleash lethal autoimmune attack on any cells and tissues in your body that have taken it up and have expressed it so that's why we never thought we never thought these were legitimate vaccines from the start we we thought of them as i've called it toxic by design or intentionally harmful um and i stick by that so please don't expose yourself or your children to to them they are they are deliberately dangerous i wish that wasn't true but it is Well, and to your point on that, I'd like to read to our audience a quote that goes exactly to the point you just made. Quote, Nobel laureate Charles Richet demonstrated over a hundred years ago that injecting a protein into animals or humans causes immune system sensitization to that protein. Exactly what you just said. Going on with the quote, subsequent exposure to the protein can result in allergic reactions or anaphylaxis, which to our audience is can be sudden death. This fact has been demonstrated over and over again in humans and animal models. The Institute of Medicine confirmed that food proteins in vaccines cause food allergy in its 2011 report on vaccine adverse events. The Institute of Medicine confirmation is the latest and most authoritative since Dr. Richet's original discovery. Many vaccines and injections contain food proteins. Many studies since 1940 1940, everyone, 
have demonstrated that food proteins in vaccines cause sensitization in humans. Allergens in vaccines are not fully disclosed. That's even to this day. No safe dosage level for injected allergens has been established, end quote. So that's exactly to your point in published. I mean, he won a Nobel Prize for his work over 100 years ago, Dr. Eden, for the point you just made. This has been known throughout our entire medical and scientific careers. And the reason these food proteins are so important that I'm bringing out this quote right now is that these were the very horrific admissions that Stanley Plotkin made in his depositions that were conducted by Aaron Siri just recently in August, 2023. I know some of you have heard those depositions. Any comments? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I've heard them absolutely, Dr. Lee. And, and this was also a problem on, with the swine flu vaccine program. This is, they didn't have enough uh, protein immunogen to make enough vaccines for the planned vaccine rollout. So they increased the antigenicity or the you know the the provoking effect of the protein on the body by using a very potent uh, is known as the GSK uh, adjuvant I think it, it's sphingosine one phosphate and it's derived from shark fin and this is likely one of the things that that made people very very sick um, during the swine flu um, vaccination campaign and I'd just like to name two other things as well polyethylene glycol this is very well known to have a potent um, sensitizing effect on people and some people can die through anaphylaxis uh, having had a vaccine if they're already sensitive to peg and this was present in the mrna uh, modified rna vaccines and silicon in the syringes so the syringes were siliconized that means they're coated with silicon to stop things sticking to them and the mrna lmps were probably very sticky uh, and, and this can cause problems in the eye, for example. You get floaters in the eye because the silicon drifts around in your bloodstream and, and gets uh, taken up in the eye and uh, causes uh, problems in the eye. So there's no end of, of, of toxic products that are put into vaccines. And, you know, the manufacturers know this, the regulators know this, and they know they have side effects because of them, yet they do nothing about it. No, exactly right. And the PEG allergies or polyethylene glycol allergies is something I've worked with medically throughout my whole career. I, I've had thousands of patients over my career who are allergic to PEG and, and we've needed to actually many commercial medicines and particularly topical creams will have like vaginal creams, for example, or steroid creams for the skin, will have PEG in it as a preservative. But there are a lot of people that are allergic to that. And as a result, I've had to get compounded products without PEG made up by pharmacists to avoid causing allergies for patients with conditions we're trying to treat with the medicated cream. So it's a very real problem. And I know Dr. Eden and me and many others were talking about medically about the risk of the PEG components in these mRNA COVID shots. And that was ignored. 
and covered up. Totally. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's, you, PEG is such a, a toxic product that um, widespread problems can occur. And I don't know why it's still allowed in so many products, given it's known how allergenic it is. But this, you know, this happens time and time again in, in the drug industry, it's happening in the food industry with glyphosate being used in almost all GMO foods. Uh, this is these things build up in the environment and they build up in people. And over time, you know, you will have some kind of uh, effect, which you probably don't tie back to being vaccinated. Um, I, I, I developed a lot of allergies as a child and as a teenager. And when I look back, actually, they all coincide with uh, me being vaccinated for one thing or another, either hepatitis with yellow fever. And then I, I developed occupational allergies to things I was working with. And if I, and I think back in time, that's actually when I got them. And But, you know, I never knew why I got these occupational allergies. Uh, well, and, that and makes that research... perfect sense, actually. That really does. And perhaps that's helpful for you now that you've put together those pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, absolutely, totally. But I mean, and, and that's one thing that, you know, drives me to take part in this very important show, I think, because the idea that vaccines across the board are, are completely safe and effective, and if we don't take them, the whole world is going to collapse, is, well, that mantra, you know, that dogma is collapsing, at, at least in people that have heard about or seen the direct effects of the COVID-19 vaccines, and have started to to wake up and, and to read about the things and do their own research they they you know the the whole house of cards is collapsing i think and the more they're pushing these ridiculous uh, booster shots with a new the same antigen again with a new label on it um you know biden was out this week saying that he was going to go to congress and get the money so everyone else would have an extra shot um this is just uh, it's waking people up so more and more people are realizing what's going on and we're just trying to get the word out. Exactly right. Um, Andrea, what are you seeing in Croatia on all this? I know that all of us are concerned about the new masking requirements there beginning to roll out and potential lockdowns and pushing another vaccination round. What, what, what's happening on the Eastern European front? Yeah, for sure, the start to mandate masks somewhere in two uh, major hospitals. And uh, that was last week. Uh, and some home cares. And I really would like to uh, for them to continue. Why? Because I think people now really see what is happening. They know, most of the people knows that doesn't have any sense. They know that masks are for completely something else. They don't. They are even don't help in anything, according the studies and also according the experience. They have some other purposes, and more people now understand which purposes is. One of the main purposes is compliance. They want people to comply because they are preparing some more plans for the future lockdowns. I think the first of them will come with the climate lockdowns and they want to people to get used to is to comply to their stupid uh, stupid uh, measures for any kind of crisis. Uh, 
I would like to, as I said, that they continue because that will bring up a people again to start to discuss about these things because it seems to that in Croatia, unfortunately, people now are taking care of their own private businesses, which is normal, and they forget what was happening two years ago or even one and a half year ago. Officially, um, pandemic uh, over uh, finished three months ago, and people are now want to get back to their lives. Uh, I think this fight is not finished yet, but we have to remind people again, and maybe they will help us with these masks mandates. And uh, also, I I have to comment this what CDC is now doing and uh, and what they are starting to to present us. Are they thinking that people are stupid? I know exactly, not from my experience, even from the studies, that people doesn't want to take vaccines because they had experience with damages. I mentioned last time this Rasmussen report where 10% of the household knows somebody who died or had a huge injuries from the vaccines. That's 3 million people in the United States. That means nobody, nobody wants to take any kind of new vaccines from the same people who lied for the last three years about safety and efficacy. And if they think that people are stupid, I think they will make a huge mistake now. Uh, we'll see in Croatia what will happen. They also, just two days ago, uh, announced that we don't have to be... Uh, we don't have to care because there are reserved enough vaccines for the new variant. And I saw the comments below in the social media because I'm really present there. And I saw that everybody is laughing. Uh, there was a one comment about this, about this thing in the social media and uh, from the more than thousand comments, not single one was positive, not single one. And that was comments below the mainstream media. That means that people are now know much more than before. They will not comply. They will not accept any kind of mask mandate or even vaccine mandate. Nobody will take this vaccine because they are throwing away all stocks from the last variant. They bought in this year 600,000 pieces and they will have to throw it away because nobody really. When I said nobody, I mean zero. I didn't mean a few of them. Everybody knows it's not safe. Everybody knows it's not effective. And uh, I hope that uh, they will continue with this because that will, um, uh, they will bring people again up to start to do something because this fight is not finished, as I said. We are in front of some other crises what will come very soon. That is actually very encouraging what you're seeing, that people are waking up, they are calling out the lies, and they are fortunately, as you said, we're not stupid. The CDC and the, the elites that are running this show, I mean, Anthony Fauci was just quoted last week in the U.S. saying, the unvaccinated should be punished and locked down. Uh, really? 
I, I mean, this is appalling. And I think the more that they exhibit such arrogance, disdain, and condescension for all of us citizens of the countries around the world, I think the more people are reacting viscerally, hell no. And I hope that's the case. And you certainly suggest that from what you're seeing in Croatia. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not only from Croatia. I'm in contact with people around and we know from Germany also cases that they don't trust anymore government. And now you can see also they made some polls uh, uh, there. <laughs> people are no, now more than 50% saying that never again they will take vaccine. That says on the polls in Germany. And that, that's, that's uh, public opinion. I think, uh, Andrea, i just add to that. There was an article out in the last week, I can try and dig it out for the show notes, that estimated the, and this was a, an official statistic, the, the cost of the lockdown and COVID response in Germany was 1.4 trillion euros. Wow. So, you know, the fact that none of this worked, all it did was, and it, it was never designed to work, I, I must add, um, but it was just designed to cause division and throw us into an economic crisis so they could bring in the next wave of, of measures. But, uh, you know, if, if anyone can comprehend that amount of money that's just been flushed down the toilet or filtered into the pockets of, of the elite, um, you know, this is just ridiculous to, to say that it's for health when you could probably solve world hunger on a fraction of that. Uh, you could certainly provide clean water for the entire continent of Africa, I would think, for $1.3 trillion. Um, so well, you know context. what else? If they had just simply rolled out the national stockpile of almost 100 million doses of hydroxychloroquine, that was enough to have prophylactic benefit for every person in America at, yeah. at just, well, actually, the, the, the doses that were in the U.S. national stockpile were donated by pharmaceutical companies oh at the request of President Trump and Secretary Azar. And so that was donated medicinal antiviral medication sitting there that I could see. have been used prophylactically at no cost to the government. And you look yeah. at the economic damage of these lockdowns and yeah. the deaths that occurred, it is unconscionable what has been done to humanity around the world. Absolutely, Dr. Lee. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back with more of our discussion on these critical topics for your life and your health and your freedom right after the break. This is Dr. Lee for America with Truth for Health Foundation's Whistleblower Report. And this is the International Report once a week, bringing you our international team to give you truth against the lies and deception. Go to truthforhealth.org, download our medical and legal help resources, download our vaccine injury treatment guide, and stay tuned for the launch of our Truth for Health Foundation store with exclusive professional formulas of products that can improve your health and resilience. 
We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Lieutenant Mark Bashaw, U.S. Army and legal grant recipient of the Truth for Health Foundation. I want to give a huge shout out to the Truth for Health Foundation for helping me and my family over the past year with our legal battles. Recently, I was court-martialed for not participating with these experimental COVID-19 emergency use authorized products. If it wasn't for Truth for Health Foundation and all the support, I would definitely be in a worse spot. But because of all the support, I'm able to continue uniform service, fighting for what's right, to protect the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. God bless each and every one of you, and God bless America. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report International Report. This is Dr. Lee for America with Dr. Mike Eden, Dr. Jonathan Gilthorpe, and journalist Andrea Klarich from Croatia. And we are covering Europe, Scandinavia, and Eastern Europe, and the UK, as well as my perspective here in the United States. So let's go on with some of the other topics that all of you had wanted to bring out we are there any further comments about this cdc press release with all of the um just outrageous statements exaggerating the risk well i would like to yeah now you go okay well i I was just gonna say Okay, I'll just I'll say something quickly, Dr. Lee. I mean, we I think we brought this up last week that they were already starting to ramp up the the threat of COVID. Um, you know, the new variants have arrived, even though there are new variants all the time, and there's no demonstration that any of these are more than the common cold. Uh, I was just back in the UK. My father was very sick. He was in an extreme frailty ward in the hospital with five other guys. Uh, those five, which I presume had been vaccinated, he isn't vaccinated, all had COVID. Uh, he was COVID positive, but had no symptoms. And bear in mind, he's got heart failure and he was extremely unwell. Um, this is a 90-year-old man that's not vaccinated at all. He has had COVID before, so he has very good protection. Uh, people do not need to worry. But the hospital was already, you know, put every, that ward onto something they call infection control. So some the nurses and doctors were coming in wearing very flimsy, thin paper masks that do absolutely nothing. Uh, but other staff were wandering in and out without masks on. And the corridor outside the room was full of people without masks. So, you know, there are these ridiculous policies now that the CDC and other health uh, agencies around the world are demanding of their public and people just need to say no this is ridiculous which is what i told the doctor on the ward um i said do i need to wear a mask and he said well we have an infection control protocol and i said but they don't work and everyone here has covid and i don't uh, my mum had gone in and got covid and that's why i went back to look after take care of my dad uh, but yeah, the point is, unless people speak up and say how ridiculous this is and just swallow it as many people did last time, the more they will drive forward these ridiculous policies that are, are designed to take your freedoms and terrorize you psychologically. Well, sure. This, this weapon of fear, Andrea, you have been speaking out about extensively, as have I and, and Dr. Yin. This is a weapon 
that totalitarian style governments or totalitarian governments have always used fear and intimidation. Absolutely. Fear is the most important emotion because uh, there, if you are in fear, your IQ is lowering and your prefrontal cortex doesn't work. You are in a mode of fight and flight, and then you know don't make reasonable uh, decisions. You are in reaction, and that's why they need fear all the time. That's why they're bringing this information out and telling to people that something special is happening. Something what what already everybody knows it was happening for thousands of years. Uh, I would like to add to this just comment from the side of CDC when they commented these wildfires and they put comment inside that this masks uh, N95 doesn't help much against smog in uh, wildfires. Why? Because these particles can go through this N95 mask. And the particle of virus is few times smaller than particle of dust, of smoke, sorry, of smoke. And they admitted that this mask doesn't help. And anyhow, they are recommended. Uh, people are not stupid. People understand. And for the last, don't forget that it was a court case where Paul Merrick, Dr. Paul Merrick was showing FDA uh, because they didn't allow it to use ivermectin. And in the court, lawyer from side of FDA admitted they are not forbid to nobody to use ivermectin as a cure against COVID-19. Any doctor can use it. They admitted. They said they were joking when they, they are treated differently. That means we have a cure. We have something to use for prophylaxa. I'm not the doctor, but I'm reading a lot. I'm reading what other doctors are saying. And ivermectin saved thousands of lives. And we are here. Have it. It's cheap. We can use it. There is a lots of doctors who know how to use it. Protocols. We don't have to. And people, you don't have to be afraid of any kind of new variants. Well, I, I medically, I would agree with that statement. And we also have hydroxychloroquine that is cheap, safe, and effective that's been used safely worldwide for 65 years. And in fact, was always listed as one of the essential and safest medications on the World Health Organization list of essential medications globally until they suppressed the information about its antiviral effectiveness in COVID, because the goal was not, never to treat people for the viral illness and have them get well. The goal was force everyone into forced vaccination and accelerate the depopulation agenda that they've been developing over the last hundred years and coming at us with everything possible to cause more death of human beings to meet the elites, 
Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, all of them are on record for at least 20 years or longer talking about Henry Kissinger, talking about the need to reduce the population of human beings on the earth. They call us useless eaters. So let's make no bones about it. The goal is depopulation, death and destruction, and control through fear. And I know, Dr. Eden, you have some things you wanted to add on that about the control agenda. Yeah, I can follow up on that, Dr. Lee, because, I mean, I, I spoke about this in early 2023 when we had this Stockholm conference, that the plan here was to use COVID and other pandemics to bring in uh, mandatory vaccinations for everyone connected to vaccine passports. That was going to use to be supporting central bank digital currencies. And ultimately, the aim is to have everyone... DNA sequences so that they can then be, you know, selected for, manipulated. You could think of this as, you know, King Herod in 2020s, 2000 years later, doing a census of the entire world population and and looking for the people that they wanted to get rid of. Um, I just want to bring up an article that was published in Zero Hedge uh, just today, actually, which was that China aims to catalogue the genes of 1.4 billion people every five years. So Beijing has embarked upon this strategy that now includes doing a nationwide genetic survey of everyone in China every half a decade, every five years. Um, So they're going to collect your DNA and they're going to put it into a database and who knows what they're going to do with it. Um, Maybe it'll be used to check against your vaccination status to see if you're really the person you are when you rock up for your jab. Um, but I mean, people need to understand that what's been rolled out in China and in other countries in small, you know, test beds is then going to be subsequently rolled out on the global population once the UN and WHO take control, which is what they're aiming to do through the changes to international health regulations through this new pandemic treaty. Um, and basically, you will be you know, imprisoned in your own community, unable to travel outside of your 15 minute city, as we talked about last week, you know, only able to buy three or four garments a year, go on one trip per year or less and eat um, manufactured food, nothing natural, insect protein, uh, things, lab grown meat and so, so forth. So all all potentially contaminated with chemicals Um and it's goodbye to your health. So people need to stand up and fight now uh, because this is getting totally out of control. That's really true. And when we talk about all of this hype about using insect protein and they, they have all of these, uh, you know, um, disgustingly positive ads about putting ground up crickets as making flour out of it. What people don't realize is that human beings don't have the enzymes to digest chitin, which is one of the components of the of the hard exoskeleton shell of insects. Now, chickens do, but and birds do, but human beings don't. And they are highly, highly allergenic. If you think dairy or wheat or eggs cause food allergies, then using ground up insects as flour and and ingesting the shells of insects ground up in your food 
allergies, food allergies are going to skyrocket from that. That is medically well-documented. And in addition to that, controlling people through the central bank digital currency with this. I I mean, we just had uh, Dr. Eden shared with us before the show that the UK government is now uh, so graciously saying, oh, we're going to allow you to have access to your own cash. Really? Are you kidding me? that they are deciding whether we can have access to our cash in the U.S. and the U.K., and maybe they'll allow us to take out $100 a week or £100 a week. Yeah, this was a news story let let out by the U.K. government, I think, on the 18th of August, Dr. Lee, just to summarise it for people. So they released a news story saying free access to cash is to be protected. Uh, the vast majority of people and businesses are set to be no further than three miles away from withdrawing cash under a new framework set out by the British UK Treasury. Uh, this is in response, really, to you know people such as Dr. Mike and and others that have raised the alarm that you know cash is going to be removed probably as early as middle of 2024, and that's not just in the UK; that's in the US as well. Um, central bank digital currencies will be brought in. And that's why there's such a rush to get, you know, everyone with some kind of digital ID that can be verified at the point of DNA sampling in the future or whatever. Um, But that, you know, cash machines are being removed now. I I flew into Manchester airport and there used to be cash machines when you arrived in arrivals for several of the leading UK banks. Now the only cash machines that are there are with uh, like a forex exchange where you can withdraw currencies from different in different kinds, but you need to pay uh, two and a half pounds or what a two three dollars for every withdrawal. So free cash withdrawals are being removed at an alarming rate in all countries, uh, and the amount of money that you can withdraw in a single day is being reduced. Um, so. The war on cash is very, very real, and people should be using it as much as possible, um, wherever possible, pay in cash and spread the word that as soon as cash is gone, your freedoms are going to be extremely limited. I have to add to this, it's already happening in in other countries. Uh, We have examples in China, and you can see all around the network videos from China when they don't allow people to use their money in some cases even if they have access to money that means if you don't have cash with you you cannot buy food before that they have to make this facial recognition uh, control this is for real it is happening don't forget that mr klaus schwab said that china is the best example how the society has to look like. He doesn't hiding. He sees China's system as example. And whenever they say something about uh, conspiracy theories, you have to say that difference between conspiracy theory and reality is just a few months. And we will be lack of conspiracy theories in a few years because all of them will be fulfilled. Yeah, that's a good point, Andrea. 
every time any of us are called conspiracy theorists, all of you listening should take note that the only people that are being attacked by the global elites and the politicians and the bureaucrats that are in lockstep with this totalitarian dictatorship model being forced on all countries around the world, the only people that are going along with that are those who are being paid off to do it or who are being co-opted in other ways. And those of us that are labeled conspiracy theorists are the ones trying to tell you the truth and help you prepare and stand and push back to preserve your freedom. So I think all of us would wear that badge, that label as a badge of honor, that we are working our best and at some personal and professional risk to do so, to bring those of you listening the truth about what is really happening. And so many people are oblivious of, to what's going on around them and, and are, are just trying to get through their day-to-day lives and their work demands and family demands and keeping up with household chores as well as taking time to relax. And they, they really aren't aware of how rapidly this vice is closing which is part of our passion in bringing you these stories each week. Other comments? I think that's well, right. I mean, very true, Dr. Lee. Um, the other thing I think is that some people think, you know, but what can I do about it? You know, what, I know this is maybe happening or maybe it's not, but what, what can I do? Uh, and I think the most important thing you can do then is talk about it. Ask questions of people. Uh, if you feel motivated enough, write to your politician or your senator, send a letter to the editor of your newspaper. Um, I, I sent a letter this week to the Daily Telegraph in the UK because they they ran this story on a British nurse called Lucy Letby that had, had killed uh, something like seven newborn babies or young babies in hospital and, and shock horror. You know, there were seven to nine pages in the daily newspaper about this horrific crime. Sure, it's horrific, but how many children have been uh, taken out with mRNA vaccines by the government and there isn't a single column inch provided for that? I was so livid. I I wrote to the newspaper and and told them precisely what I thought about them and their fact they're covering up for genocide. And and if more and more people do that, eventually, you know, they get the message. Their readership starts to drop and people will get through but that needs you know everyone to pick up their pen or to write an email and send something well exactly go ahead andrea Uh, for sure uh, it's very important what jonathan says that people have to spread the word especially now when uh, i had an interview just a few weeks a few days ago about new the european media freedom act this is something that should, as they say, bring freedom to media, but it's exactly uh, something that will bring censorship. I, as I understand this act, new proposal, that now uh, all media platforms, especially digital platforms, but all others also, will have to control what is published on their platform. 
and they have to censor it. They have they have obligation to the European Commission. This concerns only for European Union, and they have to uh, agree with the European Commission and censor all the things that are danger for we can say uh, that present grave and security danger for whatever they can be. And this information, for example, the information what we spread during the last three years has shown that they are the truth, not this, this information was coming from the mainstream media. They are promoting, not spreading information. We were the one who published, we, I say regular people who are not uh, journalists. We were spreading the right word, and now we know that everybody knows that uh, we were right about lots of things. And if we were not right, now most of the people will stay and believe to the government. And we are see completely different. That means people are recognizing what is the truth. That's why it's very important to do something to spread the word because now government, European government, are preparing total censorship. And even these platforms like, for example, X. X platform is something that was Twitter before, of course. Uh, they were censoring hard before Elon Musk took over it. But now, just yesterday, they censored their back tree. This is something what happened yesterday. New show. And from now, everybody who will publish on Twitter or on Facebook, we knew this from before, but even on Telegram, Rumble, Bichute, because these platforms were without censorship. Now they have to censor it. Anything that means informations, they will call it disinformations or misinformations. They have to censor it according to the new law, according to the agreement with European Commission. And that means we are getting in total Orwellian society in Europe. Yeah, and this, I think, Andre, the important thing is it's this also test bed within Europe and that regulations will be rolled out in the US in a slightly different way. And in South America, you know, this is a global agenda to test out things on small populations so that everyone doesn't know what's happening. And then it suddenly becomes a, a kind of global law under the UN or under the World Bank or the WHO or, or whoever. Uh, and yeah, so really people need to pay attention to what's happening on both sides of the Atlantic. Um, this will be the end of the internet, basically, for, for freedom of speech. And It'll be difficult to hear about things that we're we're telling you um, because you know we'll be censored. Absolutely, absolutely, and especially we know that Telegram was some was place where we can publish everything without censorship. And now even them they have to do the same thing. There is no mm. space in Europe what will no. not be covered with this. Now I'm afraid Europe is doomed. Uh, and I don't know how long we can continue living here before it collapses, but it, it's definitely on its way down. Well, and that's that's the goal, Dr. Gil Thorpe and Andrea, and that's the goal for the U.S. I mean, you may not realize, but we've just learned that the Biden administration has welded 
open the southern border wall in Arizona and has removed the Border Patrol agents that used to man that particular section of our entry point. And it is it is a war that has been declared on the United States and an invasion that is coming across our southern border. Those of you that want more details on the border invasion in the United States, then tune in to Operation Burning Edge on Vax Choice, which is a channel on on CloudHub. CloudHub is now set up as one of the few remaining censorship-free platforms. And under the leadership of the new CEO, international attorney Todd Callender, and the merger with Worldwide Tech Communications, CloudHub now has launched TruthHub, which has simultaneous translation of the live meetings that are offered. It's a subscription service, but it is well worth it. And those of you that are interested in subscribing and setting up your channel can click on the link in our show notes and then subscribe yourself, set up your channel, and our public charity benefits from the partnership that we all are creating with Truth Hub, the place where free speech still exists and we can share our messages in multiple language. This is a time when people must take action locally, individually, and resist this tyranny because once it's in place, it's too late to stand against it. And the United States is the last domino to fall. And all of you listening, make a decision in your life that you will stand against evil and stand for freedom of your life and and all that you hold dear. I want to thank our international team for being with us again on today's Whistleblower Report. This is Dr. Lee for America. Join our crusade of the voiceless. We are silent no more. We need you to sign up for our email alerts, share our programs with your networks, be the multiplier of the voice of freedom and truth. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back again next week with the International Report.